I guess we've got the recording going, yeah? Right, and <laughs> then the clap. What's that face? What is that face? Uh, <laughs> the clap is three, two, one. Oh my fucking God, Alex, what have we done to ourselves? Um, clearly, we're, we're, we're feeling our age after nearly two years of not going anywhere near such an event. I'm full of cold and stuff, and Alex, you sound like you're a bit bunged up, like you've been uh, snorting gooseberries for about five days. Mucus. I thought you said nucus, like <laughs> nuke, nuca cola. No, don't drink that. New, new phlegm edition. How many rads do I get when I drink it? Oh, no. All up in your nostrils. <laughs> so, yeah, we are tired. We are idiots. We are old. Let's just run the fucking intro. Some sort of horrendous sample based monstrosity with the generic beat thunder. Some sort of horrendous sample based monstrosity with horrendous sound generic beat. Some sort of horrendous sample based monstrosity with the generic beat thunder. Some sort of horrendous sample based monstrosity with the generic beat thunder. You may notice that I, I accidentally my beard because I was trying to trim it and then it just got shorter <laughs> and shorter and I was like, oh, fuck it hell. So I just, on the longest setting on my beard trimmer, I just shaved it all even. My fiance was just like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Master Wayne. Um, right, anyway. I'm, I'm bothered because I know that that's the kind of stupidity that will happen to me too. I'll just be like, and slip. Oh, <laughs> I just can't do it at the best of times, let alone the blurst <laughs> of times when I've got no sinus control and my ears are fucked. And oh, oh, my tissue! If that fell onto the keyboard, yeah. we could have experienced another calamity just then. And then, and then the ceiling collapses. A tornado rolls in. Like, what the fuck is this doing here? You again? I thought I told you to stay away from my house. I'll do the <laughs> intro finally. Welcome to a decidedly more relaxed episode of Haunted Adventure. I say that, but we've talked about tornadoes and shit already. So <laughs> this is the relaxed version of our podcast. We're between festivals and are old, so lack the energy to make quality content. So deal with it. I am the poisoned husk of Sam. And I'm the semi-inflated helium balloon that is Alex. <laughs> <laughs> is it a door on an explorer of the helium balloon that you've been stuck Yep, flapping in the breeze. We're just going to be talking about the festival that we were just at and have subsequently caught colds from. <laughs> so, like, that's the biggest takeaway, apparently. But we've been going through all this shit. This episode is just going to be centralised on that. But I do believe we have managed to sneak a couple of tasty questions in there. Yes, we have. Mm -hmm. uh, Navi asks, if your favourite band genre, which I've heard someone say is genre before, was a food, <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> So, if your favourite band genre was a food, what would it be? I like quite a lot of different genres of music. Metal is but one of the dishes that I enjoy and the vast platter of what's out there. So, I reckon it would be Cheggs, which, if you don't know what Cheggs is, it's a chilli dish that my friend Rettis and I made up about five years ago. The base ingredients are obviously the chilli ingredients, but then we just add loads of random shit to it. But it's always different every week and we don't make a note of quantities. And I think that is entirely consistent with my musical taste. It's just like, here we go, just a load of random crap. What are you listening to this week? I have no idea. Let's find <laughs> out. I don't know if that's a cop out or not, but yeah, that's pretty much my answer. Cheggs. I guess I go for something similar, since I too am not just a metalhead. I guess what that would be best represented as would be maybe something like a one-pot stew or soup kind of cook where you just go throw things into a pot until it turns into something vaguely like a soup and or stew and where you fall asleep for like two hours yeah and it turns <laughs> into an even tastier thing yeah. before you uh, yeah. it gets baked in the oven for two hours you're like oh 
food. Whatever you've got hanging around, you went, oh, that'll do. Throw it in a pot, shove it in the oven or whatever. Surprise, food. Well, I suppose you could take away from that, like, the different genres you listen to, like, letting it cook slowly. That's like doom music, is it? 12-minute long sort of dirges. But then it comes out really tasty at the end. And all the different ingredients, the fast chopping and stuff, electronica music, perhaps? It's all in there, isn't it? To be honest, if we had to choose a band, it would be Opeth. Maybe even latter-day Opeth would still taste nice without the growling, without the fucking <laughs> anger in the food. Open the pot, right? Ah! Okay. No, open the pot. <laughs> no, Michael, no. You don't need a filter on your voice, you silly man. Anyway, so yeah, we are a gumbo of fucking musical food. Tofu ratatouille rat of food we've added impossible but we're getting to <laughs> there is a story about that in a second for those viewers who are just like what but let's be fair 90 percent of the people watching this are camp rainbow drops anyway <laughs> so hi everyone Thanks. i hope you're not feeling as shitty as we are it's the whole well I've, I've only seen a handful of people for like my or spent an appreciable amount of time with a handful of people for the last two years we go into a, an arrangement of twenty thousand people wasn't it yeah it was around twenty thousand, like that's the biggest bloodstock yet for the longest amount of time as well because there was an extra day tacked on not that i remember most of that day so <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much scenes intermittently removed it's been heavily edited by the studio not gonna see the schneider <laughs> cut of that no actually i do have the schneider cut of that because i recorded four hours worth of footage over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> anyway we weren't the only ones having fun Nineteen thousand nine hundred and whatever fucking people <laughs> no were much. as well and luckily for us, it's been documented online, which is just great. Facebook swipey McDoodads. Spotted Bloodstock is where we're, we're sourcing these from. I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm going in raw. Shout out to the guy in Midgard at the urinal Saturday night. Your mates ask you to do your party trick. Watch you bend over and piss in your own mouth is pretty grim. Stand in front of the mirror and have a long conversation with yourself today. <laughs> Yeah, how is that a party trick? It's like, guess what, guys? I can piss on my own mouth and say, oh, good. Like, what's your next party trick? You just stand there and shit yourself. Like, well done. Well done. Well done. Good. Yeah, good effort. Shout out to the disgusting gremlin that shat in the VIP shower. I happened to use Saturday morning and pushed it down the shower hole, waffle stomping for the win. You did a floater, and when my water started catching up with your butt solids, it became a bobber. Please get off the earth. That's peak always an adventure nonsense. Like someone <laughs> consolidated into one bloodstock experience. Well done. You clearly are a fan or we are just that disgusting that we just somehow assimilated into the... Uh... <laughs> There's a certain amount of human condition that we all experience and it's disgusting. That makes me glad that I didn't take a shower all weekend because I had considered it, but the queues were too long and I'm just like, I'll just use a baby wipe. And this was the but... VIP shower really yeah yeah does, does the p stand for poo very um, inflatable invasive poos invasive. please continue this uh, fucking janky indoor roller coaster <laughs> clipping awkwardly through the walls shout out to legend the kfc tracksuit and chiquito's hat he gave me a free kfc lemon wipe wholesome synergizing the two and then he had a kfc wipe on him as well which everybody knows are the best kind of wipe it's the only reason to go to KFC. You just pre-festival, just buy loads of chips just so you get the free wipes with them. Or well, I think you can just nab them anyway, can't you? Yeah, Are they I, in I a bucket somewhere? The, I think they used to be, but nowadays because people can't clean their hands properly, they hand them to you rather than just leave a big bucket of infection hanging around. I did that, see that guy. It's like, so you're the person who buys those things off Wish. He thought he was buying a KFC bargain bucket. It's taking an awfully long time and it gets there. It's just like... This is clothing. 
I was wondering if anyone got a photo of the amazing artwork on the dodgems of Sean Connery with Pierce Brosnan next to a Vauxhall Astra. Because those two together at last. But with the... <laughs> imagine commissioning that artwork. So what, what do you want? <laughs> what the James Bonds, right? Yeah. What car do they drive? Oh, my mate's got a really nice Astra. Can you sort of like jam that in there yeah, instead? Yeah, like... 1.6 LX Astra. It's lowered so low I can't get it off my fucking driveway <laughs> as well. Good, because you won't want to be seen in public with it, especially if you're two generations of James Bond. <laughs> I don't think I went on any of the rides, by the way. Dodgems don't really interest me, but there we go. Anyway. Hope the very drunk girl who sat next to us on the Dodgems, here seemed to be a theme, after losing her friends, managed to make a 12.30 driving test the next day. <laughs> if you're on here, then let us know if you passed. If you passed. Maybe if it were on the Dodgems, you'd be okay, but logistically how are they going to get to wherever their driving test is from a remote field in derbyshire how are they going to be sober enough to be able to enter a car even on the passenger side seat like without chundering everywhere or they put the breathalyzer near them and it just explodes like i think you might be over the limit it actually grows arms and legs and runs away screaming like fuck this shit i'm not going near the fucking face if you can locate or even if the person inexplicably is listening to this podcast if you've passed prove us wrong Actually, if they pass their driving test, I don't want to be on the same road as them. <laughs> I don't want to be on the same continent as them, thank you. Shout out to the fit blonde in the leopard skin leotard that binge ousted in the day, not sure what day, three times in a row, and got flung around like an empty tracksuit. You are a legend. <laughs> Just sort of ragdolling through the sky. There was binge jousting in the day. Where, where was I when all this was happening? Like... Clearly some weapons had got themselves bins to do such things during the day. Empty tracksuit. Need to use that as a, a terminology <laughs> for someone who's just flying around like helplessly. Yeah. That suggests that they were like so drunk they didn't really have control of their limbs much. You know, when you go a bit sort of... <laughs> just like, oh God, why am I even in or on a bin when this is happening? This is drunk protection mode. I'll just go floppy and hope for the best. Shout out to the guy who shat himself in the malevolence pit. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That pit was big as well. It's just like... <laughs> Incidentally, I read that someone shit themselves during napalm death as well. <laughs> And they were in the Sophie stage, so it was like more compacted. It was so humid in there as well, like spicy smell. <laughs> the three-day-old I've been eating burritos non-stop smell. That's the deep taste it's right there. you like an animal slurry. <laughs> <laughs> it's feeding time. Shout out to the lad that forgot to bring any clothes for the festival, then found a James Blunt t-shirt in a bin and some... <laughs> and some discarded boxes outside the toilets. <laughs> Also shout, no. also, shout out to the girl who sniffed the boxes for him to see if they were clean. Oh, uh, okay, right. A James Blunt t-shirt. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I can understand why that was in the bin, but why did someone bring it initially? <laughs> but then the, the boxes outside the toilet. No, there's a reason why they were discarded outside the toilets. Somebody either pissed or shat themselves. Desperate times, you know, desperate times. Oh, boy. Shall we get on to the main events then, being Bloodstock 2021? To try and unpack exactly what the fuck even happened, rather than going through it day by day, which sounds exhausting, and I can't honestly remember what happened on each individual day. We just talk about what we liked about the festival, what we didn't like so much, but not necessarily hated, but, you know, there's always downsides, isn't there? And... Just a bit about the food and the drink because a special shout out to sort of like what we put in our bodies. Really. <laughs> so 
those are the three categories we're going to cover. Big talk. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Why did you do this? <laughs> oh, actual lung butter just came out when I tried to do that. Yum. Note to self, don't do any growly vocal noises. <laughs> right. So let's get on with the good. So I didn't get absolutely blitzed at any point, really. I do remember more or less every day. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't. It's probably why I'm slightly less worse off. I'm having a hard time actually speaking. Would you like me to go first? Just because I've put them semi-chronologically. Uh, it may ease you into the sort of... Like that. Go for it. Yeah? I think that us getting in super quickly was just amazing. Like, we keep beating oh, yeah. our previous record all the time. We did it! We were only in the queue like 20 minutes, not even that. Didn't even do it. And we established Camp Rainbow Drops by erecting this very flag that's fallen down. But this flag here. <laughs> we flew at half-mast because Tony Topknot couldn't make it. Also, well... That's what everyone was saying why I put it half-assed. The real reason was I couldn't actually put it all the way up because it kept sliding down the pole. <laughs> but like, yes, we half-mastered it for you, sir. And it didn't piss it down. Not yeah. once. I mean, it rained a little bit, but uh, it was during Conjurer. It was during the lyrics where he was screaming, there's no shelter. But people were running towards the shelter. So, well, there is. It's, 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 it's just, over there. It's the, it's the Jaeger bar. Yeah, the weather was decent. We turned up at a reasonable time. The gates were already open. They did say, like, the gates are not going to open till 12. We got Lies. there at half 10, 11. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're already open. It looked like they've been open for a little while as well. And the security guard guy that checks everyone's bags, he just looked at me and was like, you got anything in there you shouldn't? I was like, nope. He's like, all right, go through then. I'll just take all these illegal fireworks, guns and knives in with me, shall I? Yeah, they're very trusting. That thing you gave me, the inflatable thing, the boneless snake disappeared almost immediately on Wednesday. You chuck it at someone and it's never seen again. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's gone. It got claimed. It got claimed by bloodstock. The, uh, the earth just opened up and was like, mine. Yeah, someone got to caress a, a, a tube full of my moistened air. Seeing death in Townsend also oh, yes. got to have been a highlight for both of us. I, I'm going to hazard a guess because we were dressed like bad devils, bad devils bad double decker devils. devils i was singing along to pretty much every single fucking song <laughs> you blew your voice out so bad <laughs> my fiance knew about three songs you knew a lot of them but i don't think you knew the lyrics to a lot of them but you're like yes i, re I recognize this strapping young lad they opened with the strapping young lad song hello ah, it's devin look yeah. i never thought and i'd ever see him play any syl because it was a by request show, wasn't it? So it was just like, we did this. That's what I look like? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, what a gong show. So what What else did we do? Navi turned up. And she's like, where are you guys? I'm capped <laughs> next to some fucking weird bloke and he won't leave me alone. So we're like, let's go on a rescue mission. Luckily, it was a tiny tent. <laughs> just a tent like... so small, a human adult could not even stretch out straight in it. We relocated her to Camp Rainbow Drops. It was good fun. Um, Bands-wise, other than Devin, were there any bands that you were surprised by? This won't come as a surprise. I didn't see that many bands. I know you went to see Paradise Lost, and I didn't. Yeah, we had um, adult sports cap beer jugs. Oh, yeah, the sippy cup thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't get 50p back on each bottle, apparently. That's bullshit. Because we... it's bull... they said, yeah, so I asked, what's the dealio with the um, with the cartons? They said, okay, they cost you this. You fill it up with four drinks. You come back, we'll give you 50p. Clearly... There were lies told. Paradise Lost were all right, if that's your thing, yeah. I think I actually passed you on the way back to the campsite because we had finished seeing some other band. Um, I discovered how amazing Conjurer are like. Mm. I was very impressed. Just like the bassist has like like a big Cliff Burton energy, not just how he looks, but just like the way he runs around on stage and 
off stage. He yeah. got crowd surfed while playing the outro to one of their songs. It's just like bloody hell. I didn't get to see Glory Hammer, but Fellowship are basically like Glory Hammer and a bit of Dragon Force with the speed. And as you might guess, they're very Tolkien-esque with mm. their... Uh, I think they played on the same day as Glory Hammer. Everyone was dressed up for Glory Hammer, so they had like <laughs> stupid, inflatable, dumb shit. There's this guy. I don't know if you saw it. It's a... Someone made a hammer out of beer cans and a beer crate with Ainsley Harriet's face just pasted on <laughs> yeah. there. And I was just <laughs> yeah, like, I saw yes. That. There's someone at the front of the crowd that had a pineapple that just had the word faff written on it. Like, <laughs> what? What does this mean? It was great. I really hope that they graduate to at least the Sophie stage in the following years because they filled out the New Blood stage. Mm. Like there were people spilling, the people were pushing past trying to get in on the action. It's like, this is what I love about Bloodstock. The New Blood stage where people find out new stuff. Well, Conjurer started off at New Blood and Famine. Famine, by the way, they rocked it as well. Like, despite all their are they going to be here aren't they going to be here mm. they smashed it out of the park well done lads from our ends you know well more alex's ends because i don't live there anymore <laughs> band you missed out on which you would have liked is luna's call because there were more opeth than opeth they were just like <laughs> there was this song that just sounded very much like opeth but it had this like stop start thing and they they did like a really long pause and everyone thought they finished me and eggman were going it's not finished <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> it's finished <laughs> Did you enjoy Unexpected Wargasm on Saturday when they weren't supposed to be playing that <laughs> slot? And it was just like, what? who were supposed to be playing instead? We turned up to Malev. I've got the, the lie finder here. I mean, the clash finder. So, yeah, Malevolence was supposed to be playing after yeah. Conjurer. And then it was Wargasm instead. But they were supposed to be playing on the Sunday. But they played the same slot on the Saturday. Can we also um, acknowledge that the drummer had a mullet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a big mullet elegy. So yeah. Thank you for bringing that into the 20s. <laughs> I did see a band called Seething Akira, who were, uh, if I recall, all right. I think I meant to see those, but I forgot. What do they sound like again? I can't remember. Fair enough. So Seething Akira, well done. Good effort. Alex can't remember what you sound like, but you were good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't remember. But speaking of Melev, they played eventually at a much later time. I think, which, but... which I didn't see them anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were better than i expected i didn't expect much at all because i had only heard one song by them and they engaged with the crowd really well i tried to get the most crowd surfers in one song in bloodstock history it's like i'm sorry you're not going to beat municipal waste a few years ago which did like <laughs> 711 you're just not going to beat that very very good and i actually bought some merchandise this year look I don't know if you can see it, but uh, it's the album Scream Bloody Gore by Death, but I know it as the Skeleton Piss Up album. They were <laughs> just a bunch of skeletons with loads of wine just going, hey, fucking great. Non-music related things. I ducked out of the Sophie stage, which was just playing like really weird mashups on the disco night. And I went to watch Evil Dead 2, which was playing at the New Blood stage. It was quite funny because Crack Elf and Navi were there and Crack Elf was so fucking drunk that he was just loudly commenting on everything that was happening. And then he basically just did. I wish I recorded it because it was like an hour's worth of podcast content pretty much. It was just like, this is the Crack Elf hour. And he was obviously he pissed a few people off who wanted to, for some reason, sit down and watch the movie in silence. It's like, you're at a festival. Like, yeah. Come on. When we left there, we saw this couple dressed in like those inflatable outfits. But... The front, the back of it was an alien, and then they had pretend legs coming out, but their real legs were the alien's legs. So they looked like they were being carried by the aliens. <laughs> so their legs were flapping around like this, and they were like moshing on their way back to the campsite. <laughs> and it was just right. so fucking dumb. And they were pissed, and so they were spinning around in circles and hitting each other. It was just like, 
what is going on? And like, we were just creasing up. Speaking of which, we saw the inflatable Pikachu again that was actually inflated this time rather than the deflated <laughs> eldritch horror that, that met our fucking eyes last time. Jesus, that's yeah. terrible. Did yeah. you see all of the, the taxation is theft graffiti? It was fucking everywhere. It was in the loos, it was on piss rockets, it was everywhere. I wish we had that tenacity with our Rainbow Drops stickering campaign, you know. Speaking of stickering, on the Friday we decided to don our Rainbow Drops t-shirts and go stick our Rainbow Drops stickers everywhere. I just stuck loads on uh, on toilet stench pipes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> My fiance, she stuck one to a Viking guy on his shield. Corrosive Hitman was like, oh, you're doing it wrong. You have to do it surreptitiously. They can't know you did it. It's like, well, no, we're promoting the wonderful, wonderful band Rainbow Drops. <laughs> we can do it how we like. She also stuck it to the back of a, a guy who was sitting down who was already painted purple and she stuck a purple <laughs> one to his back. And she's like, is that okay? What's okay? Uh, never mind. Thank you for the free promotion. We watched Creator and we kept shouting, Santa is real! Instead of Satan is real and... We probably pissed off a few old school metalheads. Serious metalers watching a serious band, yeah? Heavy metal in its essence is daft. It's you know? <laughs> silly, it's meant to be silly. You can't take it too seriously. Otherwise, you know, you're missing the point. Do you really think these, these guys up on stage actually think Satan is real and what they're singing is gospel? No, they just made a, a cool song up that just happened to have that lyric and we changed it to Santa. We made it fun for all the family, which is exactly what Bloodstock's about. There are quite a few young'uns running around. It's great. It's very wholesome we went to see a band called pissed but there was this guy dressed as a banana who kept crowd surfing running around getting in the pit, <laughs> crowd surfing running around he did it for pretty much their entire set apart from the one time i decided to record it and then he stopped doing it uh. so, you are the cat of this fucking festival <laughs> ah, yes. one last time oh deeds we did deeds so what i can't even remember what day this was me and people we don't have code names for Went to the, the Lemmy bar to get some beers. And so we did that. We bought a couple of pints. Stood outside for a little bit. And as is my general way of things, I looked down and was like, what's that on the floor? And I picked it up and went, this is an iPhone. This is an on iPhone with, oh my God, so many notifications. Like hundreds of notifications. Like, please, this is making me anxious. But it also had bank card, credit card, and someone's driving license in it. This was past the time that, say, like the welfare or anything was was open. So they're like, we'll, we'll hand it into Lost and Found when those things are open. So we stood around for a bit more. I think we went back in for another. I can't remember. We just sort of milled around for a bit, and then I felt the phone ringing. Just saw it as the person was ringing off. It had a picture of the person who's ringing, and then I looked around to see if anyone was phoning, and I saw someone just take a phone from the side of their head. It's like they look similar. So I went up to this person and they started describing what the phone was in the card and so on. And another person turned up. It was the, this guy's dad. I guess this is your phone. And so I handed it back to him and he's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me buy you all a drink. So he was like, uh, he just got a drink. Like I had a third of a third of it drunk. He's very appreciative of the fact that I could have turned the phone off and nicked it all, but I didn't. I don't see the point in doing shit like that because it doesn't really benefit you. And I, I would feel bad. I mean, actually, that reminds me of a story. The first Bloodstock I went to, I found a GoPro when I was walking around. Mm. I was like, oh, I'll just take this then. But then I felt bad, so I just put it back where I found it, and it was just, like, near the campsite. I can't take this. This is It's not just the camera. It's the footage that's on it as well. Yeah. No doubt that they're going to... If that happened to me, I'd be like, I'm so fucking mad right now. <laughs> the guy with the, the phone, he was showing us a picture of his tattoo of some mountains or something that were also on his background on his phone it's like look see it's the same thing i was like that's very specific but yeah, okay <laughs> and yet still 
he won't get a bum bag. Like, you got a, a man pouch. Man damn pack. That's probably one of the goods out of this, is swallow your pride and get yourself a bum bag because they're very useful for keeping things in. I just wore my labourer's trousers, I was basically, where they've got their button-down pockets. Mm. I even had some shorts that had the same functionality so really my two outfits were just the long version and the short version of those trousers so it's just like... anyway my good deed was very similar to your good deed mm. my mate rick went on that stupid fucking swingy roundy <laughs> ride thing that was talking about yep. maybe going on and did not have a man dead bag or worker trousers so guess what happened to all of his belongings they, just, they got yeeted across the festival <laughs> his tobacco and lighter were found but his phone was not. Oh. I was trying to get hold of him anyway because I wanted to find him after seeing a band or being at the bar. So I had been phoning him and he mm. wasn't answering. And I tried phoning little Phil and he wasn't answering. And then I saw Phil next to the ride and he comes to me and was like, Rick, he's lost his phone. He's really miserable. He's gone back to his tent. I was like, oh no. And then my phone started ringing. I looked, it was an unknown number. And so oh, yeah. obviously I answered it. It's like, hi, this is... <laughs> Someone, someone, the security, or like at the welfare tent. I think your mate's lost his phone. I was like, oh, brilliant. So we went over and he was like, I'm going to have to get him to prove that this is his phone by unlocking it though. Phil went to get Ricky to come back so they could, you know, do the whole thing. And Ricky was so grateful. He was just like, you've made my fucking weekend so much better. I was like, dude, get a fucking bum bag. <laughs> like, if you can take anything away from this festival, it's get yeah. a fucking man bag or something to secure to your body. That you can zip closed. We both did good deeds. My final goods for the weekend. Getting into the pit at Evil Scarecrow whilst wearing your Dora the Explorer tent. And annoying the living shit out of everyone, I guess. Fun fact, I bumped into Impossible Fugue State Doctor Man. Really? Yeah, but he dyed his hair blonde. He didn't recognise me. I was like, it's you! And he tried to hug me, but I was wearing a Dora the Explorer <laughs> tent, so it was very difficult. He was like, um... <laughs> the tent didn't survive. I was going to crowd surf with it, but I bottled out, took the tent off, and just threw it forwards, and people were crowd surfing the tent, not me. <laughs> Man, he's evaporated. <laughs> so light and airy. I didn't want to lose my place in the crowd, so I got a few of our mates to, to form a barrier around me whilst I pissed into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was one of those people. Yes. Sorry if any went on you. Apparently my fiancé said it went all over my legs. It's like, well, it was coming at me like a fucking yellow cable, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think I managed to avoid that or it got onto parts of me that didn't notice. <laughs> You're welcome for the urine-soaked jeans. <laughs> Do you have any more good things that you remember? No, I think I'm good. The good is that he is good. Utilichair! The ultimate festival accessory. Look at all these things that it has. USB Mega Bank provides constant gadget use for days. Still worried about battery life? Solar panels have your back. Literally, multiple beer holders. Because when has one ever been enough? Fold out shelter for when sun, rain, or random bottles of piss become too much. But you aren't ready to quit. Toughened material, created to withstand the thickest of boys, yet padded for maximum butt comfort. 5.1 surround Bluetooth speakers with extra BASE! Onboard jet boil! Be the envy of Sweet Sue by heating your chicken in mere seconds. Can also collapse into a battle-ready weapon for when shit gets real. And believe us, it will. All this packed into a mere 20 kilogram frame? You'll wonder how we ever managed. Not even we fully understand this monstrosity. What on earth have we created? Has science gone too far? This godless evil must be destroyed! 
Grab yours now for £100 or use discount code <laughs> to receive 31% off. Nice. Utility chair! Grab one today before it grabs you. And the not so good is... Oh boy. Where do we start? I'd like to stipulate that Floodstock Festival is brilliant and I will go there every year. There are always dumb things that happen that sort of put a slight dampener on your experience. Usually self-inflicted, sometimes out of your control. Just because you love something doesn't mean you can't see its flaws sometimes. So I feel that this is going to balance out this segment a little bit. Now, I'll start with a, a quite an innocent one, I suppose, where Corrosive Hitman was trying to up the Chambolet game and he bought some flying saucers and some popping candy. The flying saucers did not work because his idea was you'd drop it in, pour the beer in, and it would have a delayed reaction whilst the, the fondant got melted or the cardboard or whatever the fuck it is called. Now, fondant? It's rice paper. Sorry. My bad. It just didn't work. It just you had a soggy sort of blob in your, in your drink. You're like, wow, it's, it's like a disappointing oyster that's floating in my drink. Yeah, it was not a sham delay. It was just bad. The exploding chambolets didn't work either because all the popping candies sunk to the bottom and it turns your beer flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I managed to have absolutely zero popping candy the entire time. I did have maybe two flying saucers. I had several chambolets, some of which I don't remember because it was <laughs> during my Wednesday blackout time. That's how it is. <laughs> Incidentally, my Wednesday blackout time. <laughs> Where do we start? I got really, really messed up started early i think drinking started about midday because we'd set up camp and we we're like i guess it's time to crack open the beers yep so started with a chambolet and it just carried on and yeah. i've reviewed the video footage during my scene deleted moments i'm sorry everyone how much of a belligerent embarrassing tit could one person be <laughs> he doesn't quite understand what's going on right now we're playing a sort of campsite game which i'll mention a bit later but i kept losing but i kept moaning that I was getting kicked out. It's like, well, you lost Samuel. That's why people don't want you to play because you lost it. I want to carry on. <laughs> wait, wait. You yeah! crushed the boss. I failed. I failed. You crushed the boss. You failed well. There's an entire eight minute segment where I was just chatting loads of bollocks. Just me <laughs> on my chin and my nose. It's like, what? That's is he, he going to do that with him? The fucking hell. Corrosive Hitman told me that some guy was leaning against a flagpole and instead of in my mind, he's sure that I thought I was saying, excuse me, good sir, could you please not stand there because you're damaging the flagpole? Instead, I said, get the fuck off my flag, you bellend. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of politely asking him. To which he complied, so effective, if nothing else. Yeah, rude, but effective. But then I remember some stuff a bit later on, and then I forgot it again. Uh, one of the things I remember is drunkenly agreeing to do LSD with Rick, then soberly backing out. I'm glad I did because he had a fucking terrible time. He ended up like phoning little Phil and asking him to come rescue him from by the ride. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you no. know what was going on? This is why you don't do heavy psychoactives at a festival. On your not. own. <laughs> <laughs> on your own as well. He's backup guy. He just backed out as well. So Rick had two tabs, two deals. By himself. Goes about saying the toilets at times were pretty awful. That's put it nicely, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's when, when they're like a steeped pile of whatever people want to put down a toilet, just sort of peeking out the top of it when you like open the door and you're just like, ah, oh, no. When people can't even aim enough to piss in the piss rocket, so you get this nice sodden piss ground around them. <laughs> oh, and you, you grim. Get, you get this sort of um, the ammonia stink coming off the piss and you're just like, 
Right, you literally have something you could point in a direction. Why was the direction you pointed in the ground? <laughs> they just let go and just, just let, <laughs> let it gravity. Just like a broken <laughs> fire. Yeah. Some people's decision that is like, oh, I can take this loo roll off the, the holder and stuff it all in, in its entirety down the toilet. <laughs> Fuck everyone else who wants to use it. Fuck you right in the ear. Also, people that manage to get shit on the walls. <laughs> how? Like, you have to actually try. And I don't want to think how you tried to do that. Like, because it is very hard to take a shit whilst fully standing up. Because that's not how your bowels work. Unless you have some serious runs. But then it would just go down your legs. So yeah. you'd have to strategically somehow do some yoga position. Aim your ass in the air. Just let it arc. Like. Unless you just sort of cup your hand and then onto the wall. I didn't want to entertain that idea, but yeah. <laughs> Clearly you have some sort of barrier, like someone else's pants or something. And... The friendship barrier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the friendship barrier. The privacy screen. Are we going to explain that? We leave people hanging. People, what, What's going on? You have to just keep watching, unfortunately. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm um... sure somebody would like put timestamps on the YouTube so you don't have to endure this bit. Speaking of those fucking toilets, I remember <laughs> Navi saying that she straight up vomited at the mere stench of them while she was having a piss. So she's vomiting whilst pissing. My fiancé got mild PTSD after witnessing what could only be described as a Mount Everest of turd. <laughs> <laughs> non-flushing <laughs> bullshit chemical toilets can we can we not speaking of toilets danny filth <laughs> apparently he he got chased around the vip area by someone wearing a pigeon head mask <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it wasn't just like a regular pigeon big pigeon small bloke <laughs> my voice is absolutely fucked after like day one or something because I think you can attest I sounded like an adolescent every time I tried to go any higher than this. It was like, ah! You'd blown your voice out because you'd just been wailing and screaming and generally shouting a bit too much. A reenactment of the theme tune, which you would have heard on last time's episode. It's an absolute fucking shambles. I love it. It's just like no one's in time. We captured the spirit of the campsite. This is more of a good than a not so good that there weren't around where we were even though midgard's generally known for being a bit raucous there weren't like massive dickheads no there was one incident where luke got a crate of beer stolen from his tent mm. but only his tent yeah why did that happen that's just fucked he's, he's got way more valuable things in there that were probably easier accessible they just wanted the cheap shitty crate of carling but i think that caused him to go over a day early yeah he wasn't there on the sunday He'd fucked off by then. <laughs> so, sorry, guys, I can't fucking hack this bullshit. But I had heard stories of people, like some instances of uh, people getting stuff nicked from their tents and stuff. I was like, this isn't fucking downloads. Just don't yeah, do it. Just don't do it. Just It just makes the whole situation, the whole experience for everyone shittier. Speaking of shit things happening, I got a headache on Thursday and I had to go to bed early. Like, how old man is that? Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got a headache. I was trying to drink through it, but it was just getting worse. I was like, uh, clearly... My body does not like this scenario, so... I think at one time I did get a headache and I managed to drink through it. I was really trying, but I was headbanging as well, and the headbanging was just like... Mm. It's like, well, I can't drink and not headbang, so I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> That's probably my logic there. There's that, that, that bit at the uh, when we're packing up that Eggman was like, I can't bend over to get these pegs out of the ground, because <laughs> oh, no. he was feeling a little worse for wear. Oh, no. Yeah, we're all very creaky by Monday, Jesus. We survived. Carrot Sus, who was flailing around and then twisted her ankle and fell over. Multiple so times, a, in fact. 
not again but she laid on the floor for so long that uh, a couple of our friends called welfare over and they got a wheelchair up and then she just got up as if nothing <laughs> happened it was like okay thanks there was one of our campsite that just went missing wasn't answering their phone we were running around the festival for them and then we just found them at a food stall and yeah. she looked really surprised that we were so worried and it's just like i don't know i just went to see this band like <laughs> yeah we just sat at camp and just went where is this person we haven't seen her for a while that's probably like the, was... the only real sort of camp drama and it wasn't even drama it was just a case of miscommunication just it's nice that people cared though so you know that's that's the camaraderie i forgot what happens on monday morning when people start packing their tents away and there's no barrier to stop the utter fucking tidal wave of probably the first time i gagged that weekend was on the money i was like i breathed in too deeply it was like vince standing up and farting in that guy's face it was like, <laughs> yes dear listeners it was literal shit you could it taste was, it it was bargain take some fucking vicks vapor rub next time just put it under my nose or put some fag butts up my nostrils or something <laughs> just set your head on fire you won't smell it then as far as camping goes our airbed deflated on the second day and it had a slow puncher it was all right when uh, my fiance and i were both on it because we kept it boy but she got off i'm just going and just get straight <laughs> to the ground we're like here's your yeah, hip thanks, smacking but... into the soil getting out of the festival no <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Oh, fuck's sake, yeah. So, uh, okay, we, we pack up reasonably early, get everything to the car, pack the cars up, all good. Until we actually try to move. Yeah, so we're not going to leave, apparently. Don't they know we're trying to get home? The road that leads out is quite narrow, and they're like, you only can go left, which is lies. Everyone went left, and so it meant that we took over two hours to get out from where we were. It was just fucking insane. I've never been at such an utter standstill before. We would literally did not move. The car just did not move. You saw all these cars yeah. because there were no marshals. Like no marshals are directing traffic saying, you know, what I have to do is like stop one, stop one. Or even when we got to it, you're like, if people did the... Merge and turn. People were just being greedy and selfish. And as a result... Our queue just kept on getting longer because people were adding yeah. to the front of it and we were at the back of it. And it's just like, for fuck's sake. Definitely needed marshals in it much earlier than they had them. The marshals did open that... <laughs> hazardously narrow <laughs> rickety fucking bit over the stream which uh bottomed out a couple of people's cars because it has this dent and it's like yeah, it's down there. a couple of our friends braved it and they managed so well done them we're only another i say only only another half an hour later that we managed to get out so literally two hours later at least we were moving by that point it was actually slowly i liked when uh Everyone started beeping their horns and then those two guys just started putting on music. We're like, well, if we're going to be here, we might as well just entertain ourselves. I was so over it. Oh, I really needed a shit as well. Each passing minute becomes an increasingly desperate situation for my bowels. And you guys were like, just go to the portal. It was like, no, in my luck, I'll get out of the car and you guys will start moving. <laughs> I could have done that thing and I said, like, I shit out the window while it's moving. It just comes back into the car. You just have to uh, drive it into a ditch and walk away. <laughs> Yep, set on fire, fucking leave. It's like, you owe me a new car now, Sam. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Fair that's enough. my bad. Overall, it, yeah, it could have done with some slightly better organisation in places, mm. but yeah. I think there were more goods than bads, really. Yeah. Like, even some of those negatives are quite funny. Finally, coming back with this cold and freaking everyone out and everyone thinking that they had the Rona when most people didn't. <laughs> it's just a cold. Let's move on to the food and the drinks, which we seem to have... <laughs> Other than the lung butter that we've been chewing around in our mouths for the past hour. Other than bunny chow, which is obviously going to be at the top of everyone's list because it's bunny chow. I was really impressed with the two dedicated meat-free 
wagons that were there. There was the Meatless Farm Company, which I apparently had a burger at on the Wednesday, but I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That was after I had an entire foot-long hot dog from Edgy Veggie, which is near the Sophie stage, which I barely remember. And then I had some more food when I got back to camp. I was like, why was I just eating? Just constantly, just forgetting, like, a short-term memory loss. What about the burritos? Yes, the burritos are excellent. Yes, they were definitely, like... Everything's expensive at festivals, but for what you pay, you definitely feel like you get your money's worth in comparison to other places that have yeah. similar shit. It's just that you get like a, I want to say a foot long burrito. It's not quite that long. It's fucking hefty. You know? It's a good sized burrito. Yeah. Yeah. If I suppose you're a vegetarian, so you could have the cheese, but I'm not. So they were like, do you want more jalapenos? I was like, do I look like a man who has enough jalapenos yeah i had about three of those over the weekend we tried um sweet potato pie it wasn't a pie it was a tart tart. i was like what is this where's the rest of it what bullshit is this because the previous time they actually had full-on vegan pies but they're just like nah we'll take the lid off and shave it down by half and charge the same amount it did seem like the food was even more expensive and even more bad value than it was because it's like (coughs) sorry Uh, just dying over here i don't know why so many people decided to buy those yorkshire puddings the giant yorkshire puddings all the food inside because the yorkshire pudding itself is fucking awful (laughs) testament to that is you would see discarded ones everywhere oh interestingly i can't remember what band we went to see but oh it was actually during the start of cradle of filth because we went to see him for posterity some woman almost slipped over in it it, like a discarded (laughs) one but as we left i found a fiver next to one of them sorry oh dear what about slushies you got a shout out to the slushies yeah i think i had more rum slushies than i did actual pints of arena beer (laughs) i haven't drunk a slushie in probably about eight years and i've had the most slushies i've had in (laughs) in a decade yeah a decade easy because yes they're very much a good thing because they're cool they're sweet and they're very easy to just pour in a little bit of booze a little bit i accidentally poured way too much in it's just like this just tastes like ethanol Because I ran out of rum on the Friday, so I started using... Like, it's going down the list. It's like JD was the next thing. It was gin, and then vodka was the last thing I used. It's like, yep, we're to the vodka now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, refreshing, relatively cost-effective. You get your boozies and you get your refreshings. Very, very good. Will recommend solid five out of seven. Yep, definitely. Yeah, Carrot sus spicing up her ratatouille with vintage <laughs> impossible brew as some kind of Tabasco sauce. It's just like, this is the one that we did on the previous episode. The one I said tasted like swimming pools and the one you said just tasted like ow. <laughs> it was pretty spicy, so I can understand why it was a good addition to the tofu ratatouille wrap things that she was making. I've still got all of that to eat, so come back to me at the end of the meal. <laughs> she went, oh, that's quite... Uh, as she would put it bougie for like festival food we were just putting beige in pots wiggly beige heated up <laughs> the wiggly beige disc the one you had looked really nice yeah that round boy i'm gonna get some more of them they're round your saucepan is round don't give us these oblong fucking yeah i don't want, any, don't want the oblongular wiggly food i want the <laughs> circular wiggly food also when I, I broke out the indian snacks the shakri or the crackery should i say because yeah. everyone was like descended upon them and like it's a strange one because nobody really knows what it is. They eat it and go, well, that tastes weird. And then it has this really nice aftertaste. It's like, I want more. Yeah. There is no more. More. <laughs> more. Give me more. 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 Deliciously fried. So they're always going to be a hit. Super calorific, but XP just <laughs> XP gas explosions. 
Oh, the cider bladders as well went down. Well, I remember just drinking straight from the source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they disappeared very quickly. Which well, is, I think it was just I you and I were drinking them. That's why I think we might have had on balance one each and how many litres are in each one? Is it I'd two? said five litres. They're two and a half each. I lied. That's, that's still a lot of cider. <laughs> <laughs> Pairing curry with beans and adding cheese went rather well because I didn't really associate curry with cheese, but it works. Finally, having to down an 8.5% special beer before entering <laughs> the venue again pairing it with a much smoother beer and i was just like this is this is a sipping beer this is not a downing beer (laughs) yeah i was pretty wobbly by the time we got back to the campsite Mm. that afternoon jesus also i've got so many packets of rainbow drops (laughs) i bought 60 of them i've got about 45 or something like that just 58 so that was the food and drink that was what we did at bloodstock now it's time for the other question that we got asked, <laughs> which uh, comes from Hedge. I think she asked this whilst we're at Bloodstock, so it's a little bit late to appear in our previous one. I'm not much of a festival person, sadly. I can't deal with that many <laughs> for that long. So I guess my question would be, how do you restrain yourself from burning assholes alive in their tents? I would never burn anyone alive in their tent because it's a waste of good fire and a tent, I suppose. Yeah, and, and tents stink when they're on fire. Oh, yeah, do they? Jesus yeah, oh, Christ. The, the stench that comes off them is pretty acrid. Also, generally I don't give a shit enough about people to, to really want to burn them alive. Unless she's on about, like, burning arseholes as in, like, too many jalapenos. I'm going to slice up a load of chilies. I'm going to thumb them up your bum hole. I want those seeds in my colon. Rub it right in. I can exercise a lot of restraint from doing that because that's not where food goes. Food or goes in it? here... If you have a big old wiggly courgette or a big wiggly microwave cucumber. <laughs> so if, if you had one that you could bend into a U-shape, would you put the stalk end or the blunt end up your bum hole? Maybe the stalk because it's thinner, isn't it? It's a, a thinner entry point. So you don't want to sort of like put this blunt object. Oh, incidentally, you should have seen the size of the courgette that I bought yesterday. It's more <laughs> of a marrow. It's fucking, it's like, I'm not even exaggerating. It's like that round. Thick boy. Thick boy. Yeah, anyway, sorry, uh, Hedge, what was the question? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't burn people alive in their tents because I don't want to murder anyone. If you're referring to people that are irritating, usually people are irritating outside their tents, not inside their tents. Usually people inside their tents are either snoring, having sex, or both. both. <laughs> Just having the snoringest sex ever. Oh, that's which, what uh, we call perfunctory. Jolly good. I think the consensus on that is we wouldn't burn people alive. We would just um, maybe tell them to shut up. If they're being loud, and that's yeah. it, really. Usually just leave them sleeping through noise at a festival is part of the course, anyway. Your ears just go, well, it's just noise after a while, and you eventually get used to it enough. We were very noisy, but during the day. So let's talk about that and various tales from our campsite. Do you have any stories? Just chucking you straight in the demon. Oh no, I have to speak. Ah! God, they all blur into one, so I'm just like, ah. Uh... Oh yeah, right. So yeah, the impossible roulettes, new style impossible got um, revealed, and you were like, drink. At least a number of people were like, no, thank you. I'm gonna throw up, including myself, because I could feel my stomach just sort of twinge in a way, going, you don't want to drink that. I got handed around. People had people had their swigs. Some people actually read the instructions and swirled it around their mouth. Some people just straight chugged it. From my experience, because I did eventually actually drink it because I had to, just sort of cocked a gun and said, get in. Ah, fuck it. (laughs) Oh, God, that's more than I thought you were going to have. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck. It wasn't a gun, it was a kazoo to your fucking forehead. 
And uh, yeah, I remember it being uh, a lot of mouth owl. But it was all right. Just mostly mouth owl. I got a uh, feedback from Crack Elf. It's funny! <laughs> <laughs> he said he quite enjoyed it, actually. And he, he went did. back more helpings, which is worrying. I think he was also uh, double fisting it with the vintage edition as well, because he's a wrong. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's too much. <laughs> he, might, oh, fuck. he might just keep going. He might just shit himself. The reason why Impossibly went better this time was because I put a dash of blackcurrant cordial in it just to sort of take the edge off <laughs> or to <laughs> trick people into thinking they're drinking something nice and then it, and then the mouth out comes i don't think it's as bad sorry i have to sorry. deal with snot i honestly don't think it's as bad as the vintage edition which just hurts at least the other one has flavor it's fucking awful isn't it it's just fucking awful yeah there's um certain amounts of both of them are particularly unpleasant to your mouth that is the entirety of the joke that's, <laughs> that's absolutely all it's about it wasn't that bad an experience. Uh, we got other people from other camps to enjoy it. No. <laughs> In fact, at one point, they came back a day after and went, please, sir, can we make our new camp people enjoy the Impossible Brew? I consider that a win. You know, we extended our influence through horrible drinks. <laughs> Someone also commented on how cool our flag looked as well, which is really nice of them, because we all put a lot of effort into coming up with and designing and printing and getting it all is a team it was a team effort go team rainbow drops seeing it fly really handy actually because we could actually find our fucking campsite rather yeah. than stumbling around for hours which i have done in prior years like i've forgotten exactly where we are <laughs> it did help that we were pretty much camped where we were in 2019 as well and in 2018 in fact every year since 2017 we've camped in pretty much the same place <laughs> Pretty much as soon as we sat down and put the Bluetooth speaker on, Meet Daddy requested Treasure Guard. Bang! Bang! Shoot you with my gun! Shoot you in the head! I used to go for bread, then I sleep inside a bed, then I drink some rum! Of course. Like we've been doing that throughout the entirety of lockdown, pretty much. It's like we're finally singing it in real life. Lest we forget Eggman going on about his blackout tent. Did you know he's got a blackout tent? <laughs> he's got bedding. Is it sexual? <laughs> yeah! Ouch! It's better than when there's more than two people doing it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and cardboard box yoga. Redemption. How badly I did on it in uh, my Wednesday blackout, which was... I reviewed the footage terribly. I basically did a doctor trash flower. I just kept falling onto my face. <laughs> but then I changed my tactics because I was trying to do what Corrosive Hitman was doing, which was holding onto his leg and bending down. But I was wearing shorts and I managed to do some quite low splits. Uh, yeah. I was quite impressed with myself. I, I think did... everyone did very well. I was doing the, the ankle grab technique and then I tried the splits technique and immediately pulled my groin. I was like, right, I'm out. <laughs> still wasn't good on like Monday. It was still a bit tight. You need to limber up, boy. Especially seeing as you started off on the easiest mode with the ankle grab and then as it got harder, you went I tried to the it once and immediately like... injured myself. I was like, <laughs> I can't remember how, who won that now. I think it was a draw because everyone got to like a tiny little piece of cardboard on the floor. It's a tiny little fucking disc. Well done, everybody. Good effort. Good effort. Go back to Krakow for a second. He had the most interesting festival gadgets. Like he had all these lights and like USB thingamajigs, but the PS de resistance of things that were unnecessary was that bloody stove. Is it all that for a pot noodle? Yes, yeah, my little stove. <laughs> what was that? Well, it's just like some two like tin cans loosely balanced on top of each other. And then you put the 
pot on top which is full of water so it's really unbalanced yep. and then you drop a fire brick in it which just goes straight onto the grass and, <laughs> and then it sets on fire to... and it falls over yeah, <laughs> it no, set fire to our camp this whole thing was easily like 30 centimeters off the ground it was dumb i don't know why he bought it he's like this is shit he's like yeah we could have told you that before you even bought it if you just said what is, how bad is this yes very bad <laughs> And there's us with our jet boils and our compact stoves, which don't fall over and yeah. actually cook your food. He definitely got that off Wish. It was probably shown <laughs> as this like super amazing, like multifunctional, also super lightweight. Yeah, I don't want my stove to be lightweight so it falls over and burns everybody alive. Thank you. Just buy one of them ones with the hinges in it like you have. Yeah, just get as close to the ground as possible. You don't need a fucking flu. <laughs> just for, your, for your flames to go up and like gently cook your water. Like, Jesus. Our spirited rendition of the fucking theme tune it was horrible but i love it it captures the spirit of trying to coordinate everyone to sing and do things at the same time it's some sort of horrendous sample based monstrosity with a generic beat under it's not hard to remember that <laughs> no it's and just then, the pacing of it is difficult yeah. to do it really separated the fans of our show from the fair weather listeners <laughs> oh rainbow drops comedy hour like i said in the previous episode we, we tell a lot of jokes a lot of which aren't captured on camera or audio because we just tell them too quickly we realized on friday we hadn't stopped like making each other laugh for at least 20 minutes we're like guys i think we're accidentally doing a routine (laughs) that was absolutely fantastic i can't remember much of what was said trust me you had to be there man and those who were there and do remember good effort forcing darby to do a shambly as soon as he turned up even though he barely introduced himself to him i was like here have this like what what? what? <laughs> I gave up using the loo after about two days and just pissed in a cup in my tent and then just chucked it out the side because, you know, what are you going to do? Queue up for the toilets and then come back and then miss out on all that fucking comedy? No way. <laughs> I just go into my tent and just create my own toilet. There was Yum. a moment of panic. I started decanting a drink into what I thought was the piss cup, but it wasn't. It was just another one with a sticker on it that looked very similar. A sticker with very similar hue to the piss cup handing out the rainbow drops i remember throwing them at people but the wind was causing problems <laughs> and after a while i managed to account for crosswind and i did really well until i chucked it at you and then it just went <laughs> <laughs> and you were the closest to me in proximity yeah, i was like, sat right next to you man. straight over your fucking tent into someone else's drink that reminds me of, i can't remember who i was watching but i was standing there and some random next to me and someone behind them had thrown a can in the air oh and no it sailed through the air and it just went and landed in their hands. They had like, I think they had a drink or something in their hand. And just the cow went plop. But it was empty. Wow. So it just sort of gently landed in their drink. I'm like, okay, I'll just experience that. They'll never be able to do that again. I was surprised actually at the sheer volume of always an adventure crossover jokes, like in jokes that happened that other people were telling them weren't us. It was just like, you know us so well. And it's, <laughs> it's all the dumb shit we say normally. But then yeah. like, like me, daddy, just bringing up stuff from like many episodes ago that I kind of forgot. No, it was uh, Eggman, sorry. He, he said something and he looked to me as if I was supposed to acknowledge what he had said. I'm just like, what? He's like, I, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you fucking oh, said it. I don't remember everything I say. This is our 14th episode. You know, Jesus. 14 hours of content you see and like about 30 hours that we actually fucking record. <laughs> fucking things up. Me, Daddy, almost never makes it through an entire weekend. And not only did he make it, he made it through the, the longest bloodstock ever. That was the first time he's gone home at the same time as us. Well, he didn't. He managed to get out of the campsite way quicker than we did. Mm. So, as in, like, the car park, sorry. There was quite a lot of kazoo action, thanks to you as well, because you brought <laughs> ten of them? <laughs> yes, ten. Keep going, keep going. I brought my 
my metal kazoo and everyone else had a plastic kazoo. My one is in the wash because, well, because it was in my pocket for most of the weekend. And every time I kept bringing it out, you've got a fucking <laughs> chambelay. Str- so I... I don't have any beers to actually have a chambelay, but... I might just eat the sugary goodness to keep my electrolytes. Electrolytes? Yeah, that'd do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my that's my hyperactivity going. It's just not the same without a liquid that's foaming over. It's not the same at all. <laughs> Maybe it's because I've got a cold and my taste is severely limited. That just tastes like sawdust or something. I'm going to put that down now. Trust pink. Forget stains. <laughs> anyway, kazoos. Every time I pulled out, unbeknownst to me at the time, there was a bit of paper that had just been lodged in, in it somewhere because I'd put the trousers in the wash where a receipt was in there. And I just get put it out and it just went, <laughs> and this paper would just paper. fly out the end and it would make no noise. The noise that came out of my mouth was, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and everyone just burst into laughter because it happened like more than once. Finally, do not press F11. <laughs> That's all I'll say. When I went for a, it was even induction day at my secondary school where you get given loads of like pamphlets and stuff. There was one saying how to use the library computers and it had all these rules and stuff. And then in big bold letters at the very bottom, it just said, do not press F11. <laughs> well, I'm going to press it because you told me to not do it. And then we came up with all these different what F11 does if you press it. it was just... Oh, the world has melted around you. You're now in a in a nonsense space. F11 gets bigger and bigger. It just pushes all the other keys out of the way. Well, the F11 actually has LSD deals on it. <laughs> you press it so... so many deals. It's just like, why is the F11 rubbed off? Why is the world gone funny? Why is my face rubbed off? That was just a mere fraction of what happened at our camp at Bloodstock 2021. Now, before we close out the show, in my delirious... I've got a cold state. <laughs> At 1am, I created a small category to lead us out. The Rainbow Drops Awards. <laughs> Rainbow Drops The first category is most shits taken. It goes to Corrosive Hitman because he boasted that he took 15 shits in the first two days. <laughs> His ringer must be uh, in tatters. To shreds. Most injuries sustained. Who do you think that might be? Would that be Karasus because she rolled her angle at least four times? Uh, the first day she put blisters on her. Oh. Those horrible blisters. They're like weeping. And that was after like a Big few hours of wearing. Brand new shoes she hadn't worn in enough. And yeah, chunks are taken out of her ankles. <laughs> Yeah, like random bruises on her and stuff as well. Oh, my nose started bleeding randomly one day. <laughs> it was just, I oh, forgot hey. about that. Everyone was looking at me. It was like, I was like, what? I was like, oh, blood. Runner up goes to me for bleeding inexplicably. Oh, I also, I, I did a boo-boo on my knee because I got pushed over in the mosh pit to Evil Scarecrow because I was wearing a fucking Dora the Explorer tent and someone got sick of my bullshit, obviously. The most time spent trying to sleep is a tie between you and Crack Elf. I think I, I did fairly well at sleeping apart from when I wake up and then I roll around for about an hour because I can't be asked to get up to piss. Oh, there were a couple of points during the day that you were like zonked out in your tent. He looks so peaceful. He's whisked away into dreamland and yeah, Margate. Just... <laughs> <laughs> With all the hailstones smashing against your face on the dragon ride. Because I just didn't sleep very well in the evening, in, in the nighttime. So uh, I was napping in the afternoon. I think I'm the only person, genuinely the only person that didn't have a nap the entire time. And it's not a boast. I just, for some reason, didn't. I mean, I felt a bit groggy on the Sunday. I was like, nah, I'll push through. There's bands I actually want to see and I want to sleep through them. Biggest belligerent drunken ass. <laughs> I wonder who that was. It was me. I know Crack Elf did a good uh, show there as well. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. Honourable mention to crack off, but he didn't piss as many people in the campsite off as I did. <laughs> chatting to this idiot. That's fine. No, 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 I'm the idiot. Sorry. I'm the idiot. Continue I've been chatting like an idiot. I feel so embarrassed. The listeners of this show know that I don't have a very low embarrassment threshold, but like, when, when I have drunken blackouts, I just I seem to turn it into dickhead Sam, and I just don't <laughs> like him. He's just a dickhead. You know, just like, can you not? I sweep that award. <laughs> Most rainbow drop stickers administered. This doesn't mean to people. It also means to toilets and whatnot. I think I did a pretty good shot. I did about 30 I got rid of in total. I've probably done rid of about none. Because <laughs> I just didn't think about doing it. <laughs> Maybe Corrosive Hitman, because when he was on one, he was just, Sam, I need some more. Sam, I need some more. So I think he, he did loads. Corrosive Hitman wins again. Most poos and most stickers. You yeah. win in volume of things that you did. Corrosive Hitman, you are the goat. The special Made It All The Way To The End award goes to Meet Daddy. I finished. <laughs> you completed level bloodstock. Well, you did it, finally. And audience, you made it all the way to the end of this podcast. Maybe you are the goat. Seize the goat, be the goat. I know it's a bit of a change of pace this week, but look at us. Just look <laughs> at us. I'm wearing the boggin glasses that I found at a bloodstock one year. And they're the only pair that I didn't lose or break. <laughs> we got back from a week of getting shit-faced. But next time we will resume our normal Vienna programming. <laughs> you can find us, Awards of Adventure, on YouTube to witness us coughing up oysters. Or Spotify for worrying hacking noises. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely accidental. Bob Fleming. Um, if you head over to Twitter, AAA underscore Alex Sam, you will be regaled with updates on how ill I am because that's literally all I've been posting. <laughs> Excuses. Excuses, not results. Whilst you're there, why not tweet us the question to feature on our next episode? Thank you so far, everybody that's tuned in and listened to us for what is now 14 episodes of this here's to more adventures and more journeys so that really is it for now and we'll see you next time i'm starting to struggle now like we're in the end there's some more guff 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 flex take care take care take care